Greetings, oddballs. I'm Quest. And I'm Shay. And this is Tis Odd Podcast. You know what I hate worse than anything in this world? What? When you're at someone's house and you go to their bathroom and you know, like it's, it's hard to go to the bathroom at somebody else's house. You know what I mean? Like you get done doing your business and I mean, yeah, like I guess one bad thing is if you didn't have toilet paper, that sucks. Cause then you have to be like, could I have some toilet paper? And then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was out. And then you have to like, shimmy your way to the door <laughs> no that's what their hand towels are for <laughs> what is that not what they're for <laughs> i guess you play stupid games you win stupid prizes yeah make sure you have toilet paper in your bathroom whenever i come to visit you because pff, yeah. those decorative towels ain't gonna be decorative anymore brown stained <laughs> i'm just saying well okay what i was getting at is toilets that don't flush properly drive me insane you put you push the thing down the lever and it goes it just water just trickles out it just fills the bowl up and you're just like i know for a fact this is not clogged the toilet status it drives me nuts i like the kind where it literally just like you push the button it goes and just shoots down the drain that is a proper toilet right there you know if you come to my house, you get royalty treatment over here because I have a freaking bidet. Yeah. I don't mess around. Like, there's a reason we're talking about toilets and septic tanks and stuff, though, because today's story is a really, really, really cool one from Japan. Ooh. I've been really dying to tell you this story. So to give a little bit of a preface, this story is from 1989. So some of this information and it's in Japan. Japan has way like some different rules whenever it comes to sharing information and sharing like crime scene information for instance way different than than we have here so some of this information if it's a little bit off or you read it a little bit different somewhere like i'm sorry i'm just doing my freaking best well let's hear it fukushima japan february 24th 1989 it's a friday okay it's a pretty sad day. So Emperor Shawa, I hope I'm saying that right. Anything that I mispronounce, just I'm sorry. Uh, Emperor Shawa of Japan has passed away. And so the funeral is going on on this day. Now, because of this and because Japan, they, I mean, they seem to really care about their people and about the grieving process. And everyone has been given, most everyone has been given a pass for a Friday. You can, you know, you don't have to go into work on Friday. You can be with your families. Everybody can just kind of get their mind right, get ready. So they're having a long weekend. So we're going to be talking about a teacher. She has the, you know, she has this weekend off. In Japan, the teachers are, um, they have specific housing. So they'll stay in their house that it's close to work during the work week. And then whenever they're not working, they go home to their families, whatever. So the teachers had this long weekend to spend with their families. Now we're going to call her A. Teacher A. Um, she's called on a lot of sources, Teacher A. So it'll just make more sense. So four days later, now it's the 28th of February. 
A gets back to her housing from a long weekend, and it's a normal day. She's been at her house all all day, went to the bathroom, washed her dishes, done her her thing as a lady. She's 23 years old. Around five o'clock in the evening, she goes to use her bathroom again. This time, she notices something in the hole of her toilet. In Japan and in houses that were built around this time or in use around this time, they didn't have a regular toilet that we have in the States where it's like, you know, it's like a seat with a tank on the back. They had squatting style toilets. Now, if you've never seen a squatting style toilet, I'm going to go ahead and encourage you the first time to go ahead to our Instagram or our Facebook page, because there's going to be a lot of picture references on those pages where you can see what I'm talking about especially when we get more into the episode and what I'm what I'm going to be telling you in detail, a picture is definitely going to help. Okay, good. Because literally, I had no freaking idea what you were talking about. <laughs> Let me show you a picture really quick. That's what it looks like. Okay, so like literally squatting. Yes. Some people are like, that is so weird. But actually, it's really good for your digestive system. If you squat like that, what if you have bad knees? Like I have really bad knees, so I would literally just fall on my own uh, stuff. I would say they probably make some sort of gapped chair that you can sit in. Gapped chair? I don't like that. (laughs) I'm just asking for like folks like me, like normal people. How many people out there, guys, back me up on this. How many people out there? have bad knees and can imagine hurting themselves every time they have to go to the freaking bathroom. Like, comment. I'm serious. You got to back me up on this. No, I, I back you up. It would be really rough. I don't I don't think I'd like it. She has the squatting style toilet, the hole. It goes down into like a latrine tank. Every once in a while, somebody comes or maybe it's yours. So you just clean it out yourself. You go outside and there's another opening on the outside of that tank, you take the lid off of it, you scoop out the stuff that's inside of it, and you take it somewhere, you know, get rid of it. That's, that's what they did. So I don't want to do that. Okay, I just don't. I'm literally up here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it'd be good if you wanted to have a organic compost. Oh, dude, that's rotten, dude. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of this story one time. I just real quick. Now, this is like, this is like a sidetrack. I'm sorry, but I'll be quick. So I have a compost pile and I was trying to make it like super, super nice. And my boyfriend, Ricky, was trying to explain to me like, oh, yeah, I can just go poop on it. You know, I'm just like, dude, I'm sorry, but I know the stuff that goes into your body. I do not want that in my compost pile. (laughs) Yeah, no, we don't want no Mountain Dew Dookie (laughs) compost pile. (laughs) It's the, there's got two openings. Okay. And it's like a U-shaped latrine box under underground. So when she sees something in the hole of her toilet, she's like, what the heck is that? And it's a shoe. And she's like, what is happening? Now, there's two, two different stories that I've gotten from this. Either she calls other teachers to come and help her or she checks herself. But one way or another, it is checked and discovered there not only is a shoe in there, but there's a man in her toilet. Uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, back up. So there's a man in her toilet. What do you mean, like in the floor, like where the latrine is? He's in the latrine. Yes. Let me just stick my foot up in this hole. No, no, no. His entire body is down in this latrine. No, I know. Shay's dying. No, I'm going to tell you. And it's crazy. Hold on to your hats, okay? 
Okay, so she calls them to come over and they check. Yes, there is a dead man in my toilet. It's February and there's a body in a latrine that is full of human feces. They call the police and they're like, well, let's get to work, get this body out of here and find out who in the world is in this woman's toilet. Let's go back. There are three babies in my house right now we record. You're gonna have to forgive me if you hear some fussing and crying. (laughs) This is real life, okay? We're real people with real lives recording our podcast. Yeah, and like, I've been working like 70 plus hours this week, so like, I never get to see them, and this is the only time we have to record, so just deal with it. So we're going back. February 24th, um, a man named Nayuki and his son Sagano had spent some time together and they're talking about his son's work and all this stuff. So Sagano, the son, he's 26 and he worked for a company that managed the safety of the Fukushima nuclear plant. So Mr. Nayuki says that he and his son parted ways and his son told him like, dad, I'm, I'm going to be back. I have a few errands to run. I have to do this, 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 and this, but I'll be back here this evening. He's like, all right, son, have a good day. A couple days go by and Mr. Nayuki began to really worry about his son because he had not heard from him. So everyone in their small little area of Fukushima knew that he was missing. and But they all assumed, you know, he's going to be back. He'll be back soon. Sugano was a very well-liked and upstanding person in this community. He did a lot of things for a lot of people. So after the long process of removing and doing an autopsy, it was discovered that the man in Ace Toilet was in fact Sugano. So full name is Naoki Sugano. Sugano was, like I said, super upstanding. Um, he worked with the Youth Association and he also helped to emcee weddings. He played roles in leadership positions politically. He had a hand in some politics and people that he like. People liked him and they respected his opinion. Now let's talk about the difficulty that came from trying to get this poor man's body out of this toilet. The pit, the latrine pit, has only two openings, like I said earlier, the opening for using the toilet and then the other one in the opposite end of the tank for cleaning out the toilet. Both the openings are at the very top of the box. Now, the opening on the inside of the house is about eight inches wide, less than eight inches, okay? And the opening on the outside of the box is 14 inches wide. So they had to cut the entire top off of the latrine just to get his body out of there. Now, once again, I'm telling you, go to the Instagram or the Facebook page, Give us a follow while you're there and look at this episode picture reference so that you see exactly what I'm talking about. So you understand just how crazy this is. The body was placed in a, I'm going to read this directly from the source so that there's no mis, you know, miscommunication. The body was placed in a crouch position with the head facing the hole on the inside of the house. So he's looking up out of the toilet. His sh- he was shirtless and he was pressing a jacket against his chest, which was folded neatly. The shoe was sitting on his head, kind of leaned over to the left side of his head. There were no signs of injuries, only light scratches due to the body's location. He was covered in feces, so they had to wash him twice before they were able to do an autopsy. The cause of death was judged to be hypothermia. He'd been dead since the 26th, so two days before he was found, he died. He died of hypothermia from being in a frozen box of poop. I don't understand. Okay, so, well, I do understand. I do get it. But at the same time, you're just like, how did he end up there? 
Exactly. How in the world did this man end up in a, a fully grown man end up in this poop box that has no, the measurements don't make any sense. The problem with this investigation is that the police completely ruled out third party involvement and they deemed this an accident. That's, that can't be, that can't be right. I mean, okay, so uh, (laughs) I'm just like, is he a tiny man? No, he's around five foot seven. According to statistics, the average Japanese male with the height of five foot two to five five has an average shoulder width of 36 to 38 centimeters. And that is right around 14 inches. That would be a very tight fit. And he was not slim. He was a very average built dude. He, you know, he ate normally. He, I'd imagine he worked out. His job was pretty physically demanding. He was constantly doing things. So he wasn't just this like tiny little frail man. So these police officers, they they put out a report saying that the reason Sagano was in this toilet was to get a peek at A's private parts. They just said, oh, he's a peeping Tom and a creep. And he wanted to look at her junk. So he crawled down in this crap pit to take a look at her. So like I was saying, though, he this guy was super well liked. Everybody really liked him. And I know People have been in very high positions and very well liked all the time. And it turns out that they're like a pedophile, they're a freak, they're horrible, like they beat their wives, you know, horrible things have come to the surface about people like this. But this is different because you don't get to say things like this about a man when he's not even there to defend himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I mean, even if no, I mean, like nobody would do that. And obviously he was sane. So no sane person would do that, even if you were like an extreme pervert or extreme pedophile, like nobody would climb through like a box of poop to go get a look at anything like that. Mm. So no, the third party, it's the third party. Yes. <laughs> so there has been over 4000 people that signed a petition to get this case reevaluated and nothing is happening. I mean, the police officers are like, no, we're not doing it. He's a creep and there's nothing else to look into. So like all the major scandals and tragedies and stuff that happened in towns, though, there was all these rumors that came up. There was rumors that Sugano and Teacher A were having an affair. There was rumors that maybe he was taken out by some political people. There was also rumors spreading that the reason this happened to him was he was suicidal because at his work, there was a really big um, problem with safety at the nuclear power plant. Um, I'm not going to go into that because that's a long story. But basically, the the guy that he worked with actually committed suicide. He took his own life because of what was happening at work. He couldn't handle it because he was responsible for all this stuff and it was too much pressure. So people thought maybe that's it. So those are those are just the theories and the rumors. People are like, maybe he did it because of this. Maybe he did it because of that. But they're totally forgetting the the entire idea behind this is how in the world did his body end up in this daggone pit? Because he would have went in there head first. So I'm just going to give it to you like this. This is like a breakdown and a rough summary timeline of what would have happened. Because there's also evidence that was really strange above ground, not just below ground. He would have had to park his car, leave the keys in it, walk away from A's house and away from his car, so the opposite direction of her house. He would have had to walk that way, 
lose a shoe in February in Japan when there's eight inches of snow on the ground, casually, I reckon, walk back to his car, past his car, to A's house, open the outer latrine opening, remove his shirt, neatly fold it, climb in opening of a 14-inch diameter, head first, somehow get his body at a weird angle in this U-shaped bend of this latrine so that he can be in the fetal position, place his other shoe on his head while looking up the toilet opening and clutching his folded shirt to his chest, all while being submerged in fecal matter that's most likely the consistency of a 7-Eleven Slurpee. Okay, also, how did the opening on the outside get closed? I'm begging you to go on our Instagram or somewhere. I'm going to show Shay right now so that she can get a better idea. That is how his body was found in that box. I don't really understand how. Like, there's no... It makes absolutely no sense. And it's giving Lisa Lamb. Yeah, I thought of that too. Also, okay, well, the first thought I had was you said, um, how did the latrine door get closed the only thing i could even think of for that and this is a stretch but if she had seen and maybe like she walked past it or something and had seen it open and just and just shut it because she thought oh maybe an animal got in there or something Mm -hmm. the whole thing is just a stretch is the best word to describe it it is an absolute stretch that this man would be able to do this and why would he want to this is not jumping off of a high building this is like weird. I have all kinds of weird thoughts going through my head about how this would happen. What sort of paranormal thing could have caused this? Um, portals. Maybe he was just like chilling, doop to doop to do, fell into a portal and ended up in this woman's latrine box. That sounds probably insane to people that have no idea what I'm talking about whenever I say portals, but you know, we'll talk about portals another day. Do you have any theories? I've sat here a while, right? <laughs> I mean, I cut out that pause for you guys to so you don't have to listen to it, but I don't know. Like I, I'm like looking at this picture that she showed me. I'm trying to think about it about the experience of that, and even if you were suicidal and you like hated your life so much, nobody nobody would do that. So something happened. The only here's what I had my first theory that I thought of. And, uh, like, like everything else, it's a stretch. But if someone did take him out and somehow they, when I say take him out, I don't know if he died of hypothermia. Yeah, yeah. But if they maybe drugged him or something, I don't know how they would get his arms to stay like that or, or right. bend him in that way. And then put the shoe on his head, like whatever that's all about. Dude. But I mean, like, why would they... <sighs> That's still like, how would they do it? It makes no sense. Well, what I'm stuck on when it comes to how his body was positioned, why or how is he clutching his neatly folded T-shirt? See, in some sources it says T-shirt, some it says jacket, but it makes sense for it to be jacket. Because if you're in a frozen box full of like wetness and you're just miserable, you're not going to be sitting there clutching a folded jacket or a folded t-shirt. You're going to spread it over you like a blanket, right? You're going to spread it over you like a blanket, maybe put it over your head. Why would your shoe be on your head? Why? And why did he walk the opposite direction of his car and everything? Walk back, 
lose his shoe and continue walking. He didn't stop to pick up his shoe. It doesn't make any kind of sense. Nothing in the story makes sense. And it is killing me. I want to know so bad. You were exactly right by saying this was giving off Lisa Lamb vibes because I'm this like literally I have the same intense feeling of like I need to know what happened like right now as I did about that case. This one is like, (laughs) I mean, like it literally sounds silly to think about. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It does sound silly. And with Lisa Lamb, the way hers her situation was, it gives a little bit of leeway. Like it definitely gives leeway to a third party involvement because you think you know, that's pretty possible. But with this, if you have somebody drugged and you're trying to shove them in a box, how are you supposed to maneuver their arms in a way that they're going to hold on to a piece of clothing? And how are you going to get their body to sit in the fetal position? You know? Okay. Yeah. And then I just thought of this too as another possible theory, but still (laughs) a stretch. It's like, okay, you know, when people get hypothermic, they get kind of weird. They kind of go a little bit hazy, a little bit out of their mind. Well, stick with me here. So he's already hypothermic outside, walking around. Okay. Um, I don't know why he doesn't get in his car, but whatever. Yeah. Um, He walks the other way. He gets confused because he's cold. Yeah. Loses his shoe and turns around thinking he should. And then he sees a latrine box and thinks, poop's warm. Maybe I should go in there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Dives in, and he goes, oh, my jacket, I'll put it on my chest to keep my heart warm. Even then, that's a big freaking stretch. Or was he hiding from something? Ooh. Did he? Ooh, what if he started walking then, then saw something that scared him, stopped and turned and lost his shoe, ran, and then jumped in a latrine? Couldn't get out get in the house because it was locked. Yeah. Banging on all the, all the houses around that area, but none of the teachers are there. They're at home. Right. The only thing he can get in is the nearest latrine box. So he shoves himself down in it. And then he he puts his shoe on top of his head because he starts to get hypothermic because he's he's a little bit like off. Yeah. And whenever you experience hypothermia, you have this weird feeling that you're actually really hot. So you start taking off your clothes and that kills you faster. And then by the time teacher A comes home, he's already dead. Been dead for for two days. Bro, did we just bust this case wide open? Maybe we did just solve this like live. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, we don't know. And then we're like, how did what this happen? This happened? It was this. What could have caused him to be so scared that he does that? Bro, Japanese Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. They probably got chopsticks. They're going to stab you. Okay, we're going to we're gonna be done rattling off insane theories now. But, but these are the kind of stories that got me into wanting to do this podcast with you. Like, anyway, I hope you, you liked it. I absolutely loved it. I would love to hear more stories like this. And we need to, you definitely need to cover Lisa Lamb so we can talk about possible theories for that one. Yeah, we we can definitely do it. It'll be really, really fun. So for our finishing marks, our Facebook page is Tizod Podcast. Our Instagram is at Tizod Podcast. So make sure you're following us on there so you can get updates, picture references, and stuff like that. Please leave us a review on our Facebook page and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Feel free to shoot us an email with any comments, questions, or episode suggestions. The email is tizodpodcast at gmail.com. And um, if you get a second download Twitch if you don't have it already and look me up Mouthy Mickey with capital M's um, you can chat with me you can play Call of Duty with me if you want to my followers are growing and I have a webcam so you can see me now but anyway until next time adios oddballs <laughs>